how am I going to add a multi? I don't have a website. There was no website, anything, nothing like that. 80s um, didn't have websites. 1980s, no websites. It wasn't no the <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I now have a cactus named Gumby. (laughs) I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. We're all about the travel, the freedom, the location-independent lifestyle. You can learn more at Location Indie. Dot com Trav, yeah, you uh, you got a gift from your wife. Uh, it's a beautiful blooming cactus, and um, I have an orchid over here. Orchids thrive in in Norway. Surprisingly, uh, I don't know if it's like the uh, the light to darkness ratio that's coming through the window or, or what, but um, that's always nice to be surrounded by plants. It's the, the hippy dippy side of me. You know, I didn't think that it was. Uh, here's a place where I literally have to say to my wife, you were 100% right and I was 100% wrong, which happens more often than not because she wanted to get plants for the house. And I just was like, what are you? Come on. <laughs> like, really? We're going to spend money on house plants like this? I, I, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm nesting ever, right? Even just having right. a home was it's a, a bug big out. Step. It's a minor talked, bug out. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. now we're getting house plants. Like, what is right. the next step, right? Is it, this is the last step. We are nesting. We have house we plants. We have something the water and and, you know she got a few uh, you know the ones you can buy that basically live forever with no water somehow you know for the most part and and you know but i was just this is this is so dumb i thought and she got me this little cactus for my office she said it cost three bucks i did check the receipt it did cost three bucks um and it's just sitting here on my desk she redid my office when i was away which is very nice for her she knew i wanted a nice one but would never go spend money on it myself so, you know, like $150 later, it looks 100,000 times better. But this little cactus just sitting here on my desk makes me so happy. And uh, I don't know why I named them Gumby or her. I don't know if they're not male, female. But it was the first word that came to my head when I saw it. Yeah, so now, now I have a now, cactus like, named Gumby. Not only um, do you now have a plant, but you've now humanized it by name or, or, or clayized it i guess if you go with gumby um you've gained you've well, i forget what the word is for that when you give something that's personification personifying something giving it human attributes yes. i don't know anyway giving an inanimate it. object or well this is uh, yeah giving something yes. human average ha- anyway you've, you've done that and um that 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 means it's part of the family now and uh i mean i don't now that we're talking i didn't know we were going to go off on this uh on this branch of a uh, of discussion, but uh, I I smell some plant metaphors coming in, in today's podcast, which is all about. Um, okay, if you want you to visualize a tree, no, I'm kidding. Um, we're talking about something that uh, we get excited about that we think is probably in the wrong long run. I would say is necessary to location independent business success or business success in general. Being uh, somebody that's generating multiple streams of income, and if you want to, it sounds diversification. 
Diversification, exactly. Um, to multiple streams of income we're talking about. Um, you know, obviously generating income from a variety of resources uh, or, or sources, I should say. And we're going to talk about that today. And there was a question that was posed in the Location Indie community, which gets right to the heart of it. And Trav, why don't you share that and we'll have a discussion around it. Yep. So this podcast came about because of our awesome Location Indie community members. And someone was asking us to do a, a session or a podcast on this question. And their exact question was, how do you know when you should focus on one thing for your income and go head on or expand and try to get multiple streams of income? So we talked to, already, Jason said, you know, we think this is an important thing, diversifying and getting multiple streams of income for the future of your location independent business and your location independent life. So we're not burying the lead at all. That's it. Like we think that's an important step to take. But this question kind of brings it back and says, all right, yeah, like, but when? When is a good time to focus on that? And when should you just say, I'm going to get something started and make sure that that's rolling before I try to do multiple things? So this is, a, a, I, I think a two-part question is, one, is it necessary to have multiple streams of income? So let's start on that. I think we both have the same feeling on this. My, my feeling is, yes, it's necessary to have multiple streams of income, even if one of them is a primary, like if we're talking about percentages, even if one is 75% of your income, and then every, you have, maybe have like five other streams of income that all make up that other 25%, even if it's a huge bulk of it, one thing. I mean, ideally, it would be 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. You know, you'd have five streams of income. They'd all be 20%. So if something happened, you know, you were fine. But that's a perfect world. You know, that's probably not how your business and your lifestyle is going to shake out. Because even when you try to plan it that way, you know, stuff happens. So... I think personally, Jay, that even if one is a big part of your income, let's say even up to 75%, I do think it's very, very important to have other things happening that bring in some other income. And, you know, I don't want to put number values on it because the amount someone needs to live off of is going to be totally different if they're in Thailand versus the US versus they're 50 years old and have a family or they're 20 years old and only have to support themselves. But I think percentage wise, we can talk. And so, to me, if that 25% was enough that if the 75% went away, it, it, you weren't going to like starve, like you, you could probably pay your bills and you'd be okay at a subsistence level. Hmm. That's what I would say people should strive for. Well, all right. It's not necessary. Let's put it. I mean, there are people surviving that don't have multiple streams of income, Definitely. but it's preferred, I would say. And I mean, if we're going to, okay, let's take a strategic look at this because the question is, you know, should I focus on the one thing or should I, you know, when should I introduce? Well, I'm sorry. Did you have let, another let, point? Let me ask you this though. Uh, there are certainly people who are surviving on one stream of income. It mm -hmm. happens a lot, but would you say that it's, and, and it is preferred to have multiple, but would you say it's necessary for an entrepreneur? Because a lot of people I know who are surviving on one stream of income are people who don't have their own businesses and entrepreneur stuff. It's people with, you know, a, a regular job. So they're getting a quote unquote steady paycheck and they're not having any side hustles because 
they have that regular job, so that's what brings them money. You know, a typical situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's... I don't know many entrepreneurs though that don't have multiple streams of income. I'm trying to think. Well, of all right. Is there, here, I mean, here's. Yes, there. Uh, okay, so if you're talking about within the business as multiple streams of income, that that's another thing because the same business can have multiple different products. So, you know, I'm not sure if the questions around within that business or outside of that business generating it from other things and other types of businesses. I mean, if you think of, um, I think, you know, going all in on one thing has value. I mean, I'm sure Steve Jobs doesn't regret going all in on Apple. It didn't regret going all in on Apple, for example. But even then he got fired from his own company. So, but within the Apple framework... They had all kinds of products, the multiple streams of income. And, and I so, think I mean, that's kind of, that it, I mean, obviously there, you can have different businesses and that's fine too, but I'm looking at it from, even if you have one business, you're not having one thing that's bringing the money, case in point with, uh, ex, with extra pack of peanuts, right? With, with, with my travel site, we make money when people sign up for travel insurance through our site, when people book hotels through our site, when people sign up for credit cards through our site, when they buy our own products like our courses or ebooks. Um, we have a podcast sponsor. You know, so right there it's like five different streams of income. Now some of them are much smaller than others. So I, I think you're right in in clarifying that what I mean is it can be multiple streams of income for one business, but they're coming from different things. So if for example the the place that people book hotels through says, oh, no, Trav, like, you know, we're not going to pay you anymore for whatever reason. Okay, that would stink. But there's other streams of income for that same business. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go a step further and say, I mean, ideally, there are multiple streams of income from outside of that business, because we've talked to plenty of people like just our buddy Ray, um, who went when Google changed their algorithm like his business changed overnight. Now he could have had 10 different ways he made money on his business. But if Google decides to stop ranking you at the top for all the things that are bringing in the actual money, then that entire asset all of a sudden is is gone or wiped out or at least extremely dropped in value. So um, definitely multiple streams of income, I think, are strategically are something that you should have top of mind. And this goes back to the original question of like, when should you introduce them? And my thoughts on it are this, and I, I want to hear what, what you're thinking. Cause I'm taking, I'm looking at it from a big picture strategy level, right? And if you think about a Venn diagram where uh, the three circles meet and there's uh, the, that little area where all the circles meet and they're nicely shaded and that's where everything crosses over. Ideally, as you bring as you build your multiple streams of income, or as you're building your business, I should say, you have to pick and choose you know, where you invest your money, if you're hiring other people to do things, or and or where you invest your time if you're a solopreneur or if you're actually going to be working on some of those projects as well. And you will be if you're going to be managing a team, even if other people are doing it, because there's only so much time in the day, you only have so many resources, and so on. So... Picking and choosing what those other streams are going to be wisely is a very important thing. And also trying to make it so that they feed into each other in some way, if you can, or if they don't, at least you know, okay, if it's a totally separate thing, you have these other things as backup. And I can use personal examples, you know, with my... So I've I've always had... 
like a side hustle and then sometimes a side hustle to the side hustle, right? Side so, side hustle. Right. A side, side like, squared re- hustle. Really? Like the um the first time I went location independent, I was doing consulting for a buddy of mine doing business development. So I was like, all right, I got like this location independence thing. This is awesome. I still, even though I'm consulting, it's my own gig. It's kind of like a full-time job still, but I can start building something on the side. So I was studying internet marketing, all these different things. And I loved travel. I knew something in travel I wanted to do eventually, but I was like, all right, let me, let me pick like the low barrier thing that complements like what I'm doing right now so I can get like the most out of it for maybe the least amount of effort giving the amount of time I had. So I decided to start an online business in the event space. It was a, a it was basically a like an eBay for promotional vehicles. So that worked for me because I was doing business development and talking to those people anyway. So I'm like, okay, I can build this thing on the side and it goes hand in hand with what I'm doing. And now I'm going to be creating this whole new potential stream of income. I didn't know if it would it would work or not. It took like a year and a half to get the first sale. But then that first sale was like 10,000 bucks. So I was like, bam, that's awesome. Um, okay. So now that's gotten established. And then at the meantime, Travis and I were starting the Paradise Pack project and I had launched Zero to Travel. So after like doing the business consulting, then doing the online business in the event space, which was a B2B thing, then the side side hustle was like, okay, that started to make money. Now I can dig, dip into this travel stuff and, and, that wasn't that was more of a passion project. I mean, it wasn't I wasn't like, hey, I'm going to start this travel site and it's going to be a business. That was just like, hey, I'm really passionate about this. Let me just see where this goes, which isn't the smartest business strategy maybe, but I know once you get things going online, things can happen. And that's why we're always saying start. What's interesting to me about your journey cuz it's it's different than mine is that you in essence started three different companies well, it didn't start, but you were working as a business consultant. So that was, you know, salary per se. You're a regular job. So that's one income stream. Then you had this B2B, which means business to business, because I didn't know that for the longest time because I didn't work in the corporate world. So B2B, business to business. Maybe you learned something new today. I was like 33 when I learned that. Um, but that was one, a, a, a totally separate business, but also one income stream. You know, it happened when you sold a, a trailer or something like that. So it's one income stream there. And so each were like di- totally different businesses with one income stream. And then you started, yeah, fairly complimentary, but then you started a travel site, which then obviously had was a business but could have multiple income streams within it. So it's different from mine where I started, quote unquote, one business, which was Extra Pack of Peanuts, which was the site. But inherently then that business then branched off into multiple income streams right away. So I had one business with multiple income streams and it wasn't multiple income streams right in the beginning. Let let me clarify that. It was, I I didn't even know what an income stream was going to be when I started it. But you had like kind of, if you think of it as a tree analogy, right? You had like three trunks, right? Like three trees that would occasionally intertwine. Whereas I had, you know, but maybe they had like one big branch coming off of them. And then I had one tree with a few branches coming off. So it's just interesting because there are a lot of ways to do it. Now, if I was going to teach someone what to do, and this isn't to say that I did it right and you did it wrong, Jay, not at all. But if I was just saying, if I was going to teach someone what to do and give some advice, I would say the best way to focus 
because a lot of us have tons of ideas and we've talked about that at length at the podcast, right, Jay? I mean, we're all afflicted with this, like wanting to do a thousand things yeah. and, and never having enough time and having all these big ideas. We're going to change I, the world. Right. And, and like, I'm going to, I'm going to do something about, uh, dog sitting, but I also love to do something. I'm playing the piano and I really love photography. And oh, you know what else I love to do? I love to cook. And it's like, it's like all these disparate, somewhat disparate, usually interest, which is great. Uh, multi potentialites, right? Um, and and so, but what I would say, if if you are looking to do this, the the best way, or the one that I would suggest going down, is starting with one tree. So you you have one business and trying to build a few branches off that versus trying to plant two or three trees, because you, I think you'll find yourself not giving any of them enough attention or nurturing Enough to water. really let them grow. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, yeah, you're 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 spreading the water you. too thin. I knew but I, I think, knew there was going to be some plant metaphors in But this. it's a perfect it is a you it's a perfect metaphor because you know, I I think growing one tree with multiple branches is easier in the beginning than trying to grow three trees and and seeing how they work together. Um so to to get to the heart of the question uh, you know, we've talked about multiple income streams being important, and we've talked about what that looks like. It can be multiple businesses, mu- you know, i.e., multiple trees. It can be one tree with multiple branches, um, like how extra pack of peanuts is for us. Uh, even you know what we do, Jay. We now have a few trees in place with Location Indie. With you know, I have extra pack of peanuts. You have zero to travel. We also have the Paradise Pack, which is kind of its own separate tree that combines with all three of those. But this is three or four years into it. So if I tried to do Location Indie and Extra Pack of Peanuts and the Paradise Pack when I first started in 2012, none well, of it never them... would have happened because I never would have found you or you never would have found me because we wouldn't have had the presence with... And this is where, okay... I don't like advise. Okay. It's not like I started zero to travel and didn't think about anything. I thought about how to categorize the site and, and like that I wanted a podcast because I knew there was all these great things to share with people to help them do a certain thing, which is travel the world on their terms. I was very specific about that. And I just, I just knew that if I provided helpful information to help people it would turn into something. Now that's more of like maybe you could call it a, a spiritual approach to business, maybe not recommend to the strategist. Um, but. I guess my point is there are two ways these things can happen. They can happen organically and inorganically. And in some ways, they can be random. And we're totally discounting, by the way. We've left something big out, Trav, which is, you know, if you're like, oh, you know, it's going to take me three or four years to build up these income streams. Well, you are taking a big picture view of it. So, yes, look at the long term and just add things as you go. But there's two things I want to share here. One is there are things like, you know, saving money and buying a condo or investing in the stock market, which is another stream of income. I mean, if you're investing money in like a, what's recommended from what I've read now is just like, you know, a Vanguard, like total stock market index fund. If you crazy Kramer advice from Jason Moore, here we go. (laughs) If you read, like I've been reading some of Mr. Money mustaches stuff recently about early retirement and like you can read some of his articles there where he talks about um, what to invest in and stuff like that. This This isn't a podcast about the stock market, but you can create a multiple stream. You can have other streams of income quickly by, for example, investing in the stock market or Airbnb being your place or, you know, uh, I guess, you know, setting up a small business on eBay or what. It doesn't have to be the, a big extravagant thing. Like, they're, they're all point. things that can Great lead point. to other things. And I think 
with Travis and I, like what we've found, at least for part of our income streams here, um, is that, you know, when we created the Paradise Pack, it, w- it was this comprehensive thing. And we're like, we're going to give such insane value. This is going to be a thing that's awesome. And, and we're pretty confident it's going to work. And then we were like, okay, well, but you don't have support to like actually follow through on these things. And where do you find that? And, and we were, lo- we were having a hard time connecting with other people like us. So Travis and I would get on these calls and we would talk for like two hours, like a couple of giddy schoolgirls. B- believe it or not, two hours never, was yeah. like the shortest, man. I think I, you're selling us short here. That's true. I mean, we never had anybody else to talk about this stuff with like location dependence and travel and like how that mixes with entrepreneurship and all this stuff. And until we started finding people and then we realized, well, if we start this community, like we know there are other people out there with this problem too. So it's like almost like following the chain of problems and like solving them with, with different solutions that can help people that you can feel good about offering and know you're providing value. And of course, they feed into each other. So going back to that, I think when you're thinking about multiple streams of income, it, it doesn't have to be that they feed into each other. But if you're thinking... In that way, if you're thinking visually of like the Venn diagram and and where do things meet, like I said, for me, the side hustle was like, okay, I have these relationships in the event industry. How can I use them to create another stream of income in a different way? Let me think about the relationships I have and how can I leverage them? I don't want to say leverage because that sounds insensitive, but you know what I mean? Like, how can I basically you know, create something else that can help solve a problem that they're having within this community that I already have. Based on an advantage you already have. An advantage because you know people in that industry and that's what you've been doing and you have those skills and expertise. I promise you, I'm going to actually give you a concrete answer to the question that was Mm -hmm. asked at the very beginning. But I wanted to touch on a really great point that you made, just to hammer it home, of the idea that an income stream doesn't always have to be a quote-unquote business like we talked about. It can be... Um, it doesn't have some, to be location-independent either. It doesn't really. have to be location-independent. I mean, it can be investing in the stock market. It can be, um, you know, doing something on the side, uh, like we said, like Airbnb being your place. It can be, for me recently, it's been investing in real estate as Airbnb properties. And one of the things I love about this, and just a point I wanted to make really quickly, is that a lot of times when you work online... It's great. Location independent or working online allows a location independent lifestyle. It's one of the best things to to come about in the 21st century for sure, and especially for people like us who who want this type of lifestyle. But I've really enjoyed recently investing in real estate because it is a tangible, concrete thing, and I think there's some value for me in taking stuff that I do. online and money that I make online and putting it into something that is a little more like it it exists. I mean, I can go and like knock on the door of this house, you know, and, and, you know, stock market, not as much. It's a little more ethereal, you know, it doesn't really technically exist. You're not holding something, but, but putting it in something that is, that you think is a little more concrete, um, is, is always something that now I'm trying to look to do so funny because bricks and mortar sounds like the opposite of location independence right and it, literally and, literally bricks and mortar in your case and and it is and you know there's a way we're doing like we are running our airbnb properties all online so there's still the online component and it is yeah. location independent the business side of it it's but the it's beauty nice of to today's have, world it's nice to have exactly something that exists i i wanted to then fi- finish this topic by by giving an answer and we've talked about, yes, it's important to have multiple income streams. We talked about what those might look like and, and kind of what ours have looked like over the last couple of years as we've built and grown different businesses. 
But the question of when to go full on on one thing and when to create multiple income streams, I think if I was to give someone an answer, I, I would I would urge you to not focus off the right off the bat with trying to get multiple income streams. This isn't to say, like Jason mentioned, that you don't think about it, that I'm you're going not saying- to, I'm going to respectfully disagree, so I, I want you to finish, but All I'm right. just throwing that out there. Good, so teaser, so you gotta hang on for a couple minutes, guys. Um, I, I think that, yes, you wanna think about what might happen in the future, but I don't think you need to get bogged down in saying, okay, well, I'm gonna create this business and I wanna create an ebook and an online course, so those are two income streams, and I wanna do affiliate marketing, and I want to start doing AdSense and I'm going to run at webinars and I also want to do live events. So I've got like six income streams around this one business. The reason I urge you not to do that right off the bat is you're going to be trying to do too many things. You run in that same situation where it's like when you try to start too many businesses, you're not focusing on one thing. So I would say, what is the quickest and best way for my skill set and this business idea to start making some income? So maybe it is um, for you, all right, I'm going to do a course and I'm going to sell my course. And then that course then leads on to people who are like, oh, that was great, but I'd love to meet you in, in person. Then you start doing live events. Oh, and then it's like, all right, I'm going to take what I did in a live event and I'm going to do it online and hold a virtual summit or a webinar. So, you know, there are going to, there are ways you're going to build those multiple income streams in eventually, but I would say focus on one thing first versus trying to diversify right away. And once you hit your stride with that one thing and start making money, then start to look and say, what's the next easiest low hanging fruit to take what I'm already doing, i.e. turning an ebook into a course, which is what I did. I had an ebook first and I turned it into a course because it was a pretty easy thing to do. Um, and then start diversifying that way. Okay. So through that lens that you're talking about, uh, when you're thinking about a uh, bigger projects and, and that's how our brains work, right? you like, we, we can see the vision. I know a lot of people are that way. You're like, Oh, I want to do this. And I want to have this, and this is going to be this way. And like, even though it's all hypothetical, first of all, secondly, um, it has, it, it may not have any resemblance to what the market actually demands. And, and you won't actually know what that is until you, get into the business. So, you know, Travis, you launched those multiple things, but that's after you learned what people wanted. Right. right. And, and like, it, you know, all those ideas are great. And yes, the strategies that we talk about, the webinars, the Facebook ads, all that stuff can work. And you can apply that with your own personality to anything that you do. So yes, that stuff can take time, but I want to take a more simple approach. If you're somebody, and I, I want to throw out a challenge out there today, if you're somebody's listening to this and I mean, the beauty about this is multiple streams of income. I mean, wherever you're at in business in the beginning, or if you have a multi-million dollar business, you can do this tomorrow. Try to think of the simplest way you can tomorrow add another stream of income, even if it's like a one-shot thing or whatever. And an example of this, like I think you should always be thinking about multiple streams of income. And why not get in the modality where you're always not not like... You're you're always looking for opportunities. You know thinking what I mean. Thinking of, and, I agree. I, well, listen, no, I thinking on, of on, about. Hey, guys, I let agree. me hear, hear hear me out here. You, I'm on my soapbox now. The so judge I, would I, reprimand I, me, I get, right? He'd be like, "I get this time. I get this time." Uh, <laughs> I feel like what's that? What's that corner in London where they all my speakers' corner? Is that what that is called? I can't remember. I, I uh, anyway, I digress. Um, so when I was out on tour. Um, doing these promotional things, you would think, okay, I'm working 100 hours a week. Like, how am I going to add a multi? I don't have a website. There was no website, anything, nothing like that. 80s um, didn't have websites. 1980s, it wasn't no the websites. Eight, it wasn't the... 
<laughs> very funny. Um, this is the early 2000s. But um, what I did was the same person I ended up doing business development for later. Again, I realized, okay, I know a lot of these people. We work with this event staffing company. So I called this guy up and say, hey, do you ever pay people for referrals? Like, because... Like, I like the work that they did, and I would introduce them anyway. So why not see if, like, since it's a mutually beneficial thing, if I can also make some money on those referrals and just being totally transparent with everybody, like, hey, I'm getting a referral fee for this, but I just want you to know I've been using this service for X amount of time, and um, I recommend them. And if they got a contract with them, then he would give me, like, 7% of the contract, which one year was, like, $11,000, for having one phone discussion. Now, that's what I'm talking about when I say take a step back and look strategically. Maybe there's a very simple thing you can do today or tomorrow that has the potential to add another income stream into your revenue. And yes, I agree with what Travis is saying on the big ideas and all that stuff, but I'm taking a more simple approach as a challenge for you today. So the original question was... When should I start working on this? I say now because you want to always be thinking about these opportunities because there's plenty of opportunities out there and I think you're limiting... Another one uh, I'll, I'll share really quickly. I just interviewed Jean for the Zero to Travel podcast who's in our location in the community. She's in Bulgaria and she's like, all right, what can I do? She heard about this strategy uh, basically working with somebody and saying, hey, I'll run your Airbnb service since you're not... She's in a guest house. They weren't renting it out or doing anything with it. So she went to the owner and said, hey, why don't I do like the Airbnb thing for you and I'll like run it all and then we'll just like split the profits and he's doing it. Bam. She just created another stream of income, even if it's just for a few months while she's traveling. So I think you should always have your minds open in this way because things can happen fast if you're smart and strategic about them. Agree with that point, but I will respectfully disagree with <laughs> the idea that you should try to go forth with multiple things at once. I And I think it just comes down to probably semantics because we agree with each other in theory on some things. I, yes, always have your mind open to opportunities for sure, but I wouldn't try to go about if I'm starting out creating multiple income streams. So if Gene was just starting out, I wouldn't say, hey, Gene, yeah, you should start running this guy's Airbnb and take time away from starting your blog or take time away from starting your Amazon business, something like that. Listen, I'm with you. But, I, I'm always listen, trying but, to chase the next thing and I always want to look at that. But I think when you're starting out, I think getting a good solid base is vitally important. And I know Chris is going to buzz us. So I'm glad we did disagree, though. Hey, um, listen, yeah, well, I mean, listen, also, I want to th- say one more thing for my side of the argument. If you, if you get out of that mentality, you will miss opportunities because you don't have your eyes open for them. If you get out of the idea that maybe you could be adding another stream of income into your business today, then you will miss opportunities. They will pass you by. It's guaranteed. missing opportunities is a good thing. Because as Tim Ferriss wrote in his book, when he got burnout, was working like 80 hours a week at his, at his business, he's like, I'm going away. I'm not checking my email for a week. This is the first time I'd ever heard of anyone doing this. And he came back and he's like, you know what? Were there business opportunities that I missed in those emails? Yeah. Were there people who were trying to get a hold of me that maybe could have added money to my bottom line? Sure. But what I did is I got away. It was very important for me to get away get a clear head, not worry about that. These things will come up again. So I think there's a lot of validity in saying, I'm going to press forward with what I'm doing, not get distracted. I might miss certain opportunities, 
But in the long run, I'm going to find myself with a lot more opportunities if I get a good, consistent base instead of flitting around to different ideas. Well, so, that's agree yes. to disagree. Um, well, no, I mean, but we're we're, we're agreeing. And, we're agreeing. You know, all I'm saying is, I'm saying is, explore the smart, low barrier things right now, and then yes, I mean, certainly it takes time to build these things to build re- really big, solid bases. Um, but keep your antennas open. But it's more important if we disagree, because you know all those ESPN shows where they're like yelling at each other about, like, you know the one person doesn't want to take this, you know, they make them take like completely opposite sides. Like, is Tom Brady a good quarterback or bad quarterback? And there's like someone arguing that he's a bad quarterback. You're like, (laughs) what are you even going to make this argument? They just yell at each other for 30 minutes. Absolutely. We could do that. If you guys wanted us to turn it into that, we'll uh, we'll start having Chris run, ring ring like a heavyweight championship bell or something. Uh, Hey, Trav, I got to leave this show with a quote because it, it just needs to be done. Um, but first, if you haven't signed up over at locationindie.com and you are into location independence and travel, I mean, which you is why definitely you're listening to this podcast, sign up over there. We have a free newsletter that goes out. And also we have a, a community there is a membership community. It's not open right now. We just we actually relaunch it. So we're taking care of the new members. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we will open it again at some point. Um, and we're actually working on a, a new site and everything like that. So you'll um, be the anyway, first to know. Sign up, and you can yeah be the first to know when we relaunch. Uh, Trav, this quote, man. I mean, got to do it. It's a Chinese proverb. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Go plant that tree. I'm gonna go water Gumby. Do cactuses need watering? That's one thing I don't know. That's why they're perfect. He's flowering, but I haven't watered him yet. I'm a little worried. Thanks for listening, everybody. Perfect for travelers. (laughs) All right. Chat soon. Cheers.